This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Proud to say it's sugar is made in America. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The overnight Russian invasion of Ukraine has the attention of the entire world, including the U.S. ag sector. Wheat markets shot up today and overnight on the news of the invasion, and Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack was quick to say he didn't want to see a corresponding jump in ag input prices. It will take some time, uh, obviously, for the impact of all of this uh, to, to be understood and to be felt, but I uh, sincerely hope that no company out there, um, whether it's fertilizer or any other supply, uh, that may be impacted by this will take an unfair advantage of this circumstance and situation, uh, making sure that uh, uh, that they don't use this situation as an excuse for doing something which uh, isn't necessarily justified by supply and demand. President Joe Biden rolled out new sanctions in a speech this afternoon and said the invasion would cost Russia dearly economically and strategically. Vilsack said the situation will need to be analyzed thoroughly before coming to conclusions on the long-term impacts on ag trade. This is a uh, difficult situation, uh, and I think, frankly, at this point in time, uh, I don't think it's it's particularly helpful to project what might happen. I think we have to basically take a look at um, what occurs over a period of time. Uh, and get a better understanding of precisely what sanctions are going to be in place, what the response is to those sanctions, what disruptions, if any, occur as a result of the sanctions, uh, and what steps, if any, the United States can take to provide help and assistance. Bill Thompson has more on Vilsack's warning to ag input providers in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, USDA is making $215 million available to expand the nation's beef processing capacity. Noah Wicks has the latest. The global trade environment can expect high shipping prices to continue. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Economic professors expect ocean shipping rates to remain elevated over the next few years. Speaking at USDA's Agriculture Outlook Forum, North Dakota State University agribusiness professor Bill Wilson says oil prices are keeping ocean rates steadily high. One of the most important variable costs is that of oil prices or the different types of marine diesel fuel that are used. And now that we're in a very elevated oil market that appears as though it's going to be like that for two or three or four years forward, I would venture to guess you're probably looking at elevated ocean rates in that two to four years forward until two things happen. One, we get more capacity comes online and or energy prices begin to moderate down to lower values. Legislation has been introduced in Congress to curb shipping rates and expand capacity at ports. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act has passed the House and a similar bill awaits action in the Senate. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel. Finally today, the ag industry is typically opposed to regulations, but one observer says they might be a necessary tool for the government. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. Additional regulation has few fans in agriculture, though some people accept it could play a role in moving toward more climate-friendly food production. That's one theme that emerged during an Agriculture Outlook Forum session on growing market opportunities for climate-smart, sustainable. University of California Vice President for Ag and Natural Resources Glenda Humiston says regulation might be a part of the solution. But she says despite widespread opposition to regulation within agriculture today, there's a complex history. I'm a huge believer in the value of incentives and voluntary approaches. Not to say there is not a need for regulation because there is. And frankly, agriculture loves regulations that make sense to them. She points to branding livestock and regulating irrigation companies. 
Panelists from the ethanol and dairy industries emphasized a preference for voluntary change, and Humiston recognized that public dollars can be spent to regulate and enforce or to encourage and reward. As we're looking at regulation as an option, we really need to be measuring the opportunity cost. How many millions of dollars do we spend to implement regulations that could instead be used in incentivizing? The Ag Outlook Forum continues tomorrow. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar farmers and workers are proud to say that our sugar is made in America. A strong U.S. sugar policy supports a sustainable, efficient, and resilient supply chain for this essential ingredient. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.